0: Hey, thank you for downloading the podcast. Have a great episode for you today. Sat down with my friend Angel. He actually worked for me, processed the payroll, make sure everybody gets paid. We always have really good conversations, um, you know, at work, and we've thought about sitting down and talking for a podcast for a while. And um, I just started developing, setting up, and, you know, getting this... I'm going to call it the podcast studio in my basement. It's a table with some equipment on it, and this is the beginning. So, pardons for the sound quality, uh, for the editing, uh, for all of this stuff. Me, We actually recorded an episode on uh, Saturday, today's Sunday, um, the 22nd. And yesterday on the 21st we actually recorded a podcast in the morning using my phone, what I used to record podcasts with all the time, but I messed up and deleted the episode. It was 20 something minutes. It was a pretty good podcast. we had a good back and forth. Um, this time we had a we had a good conversation. I don't think it was a bad conversation at all. Uh, Angel was a he feels he was a little flat. I know we uh, enjoyed breakfast um, very early and uh, it slowed him down. So, um, no, he th- he thinks like that. I think I just talked a lot. But I hope you enjoy. We talked about some serious, um, some serious topics that I think a lot of people deal with, and I think you'll find very interesting. And I hope to continue doing more of these, adding this little snippet in between, because I found, you know, I didn't find. I just noticed that, it was a lot better that we just start the podcast by talking instead of having an intro so we just start talking um also i'm putting in the intro here felly flame if i should die tonight dope song uh so shout out to him felly flame new jersey north carolina connect what up (sighs) thanks hope you have a great um Hope well, we you have a great Christmas, if you hear that, it's probably, if you're hearing this, it's probably Christmas, after Christmas, holidays, happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, alright, so we'll here when I'm not here, I just goes. wanna know if I die today, yeah, who gon' give it all, who can my family call, listen, I just wanna know if I die today, if my murder goin' solved, who gon' go and get that charge, listen, I just wanna know if I die today,
1: So far, so good today.
0: Fuck this up from yesterday.
1: Yeah, you know, <clears throat> but that was just a little test run. I'm still angry about it. I don't,
0: yeah. I don't like the, the fact that we had a good thing going. And we talked about some good topics,
1: made some good points, and then it's just gone forever. Yeah, I think it's only because we tried to memorialize it and we... And we actually did record it and that it wasn't saved. But how often do you do that? That's like every day you talk to someone, you have like a, a meaningful Damn. moment with them and it's just lost to the wind, right? Nobody um, ever remembers.
0: That's true. I guess that's why this is so important to like have these recordings of conversations that you have with people. Because not only is that entertaining to other people, but then you could look back and be like, Oh man, I thought like that. Yeah. You know, like I wonder how people that have been podcasting for a long time, like Joe Rogan. I wonder how he looks back at his, like, if he
1: ever looks back. Well, I think he feels accountable. He feels accountable for some of it. Like he's owned up to some of the, like the famously, like the conspiracy stuff. Like he's turned his back on a lot of that conspiracy stuff that he was like yeah. really hardcore into back in the day. I have to. <clears throat> Me too. I have to. It's
0: just. It like... It's just. I don't know if it's. I don't want to say it's immaturity. It's not, it's, it's like, um, almost like a place, like your head is at, like there's somewhere where your head is at that leaves you not susceptible, but just more open to these landish ideas and you just, just pulling hair off of me, um, you just have these ideas and then you like. I don't know if you put yourself into, like, an echo chamber, but, like, you just surround yourself with that idea, and you get so deep. Like, for me, it was it was being out of work, unemployed, having a lot of time on my hands, and being angry, being bitter,
1: yeah.
0: um, being um, shame. Like, I felt a lot of shame for the fact that I was unemployed and the work that I was doing and stuff like that, and then... Just that, like, not being able to provide or contribute, like, those things I had me in such a fucking negative place yeah.
1: that it just brought me to politics. <laughs> <laughs> because that's, like, the most negative thing that's out there right now, right? Even then, so it was it's 2013. Kind of like, like, all the water collects at the bottom, you know, like like in the sewer, that's where all the water collects. Yeah. And if you're on that, <coughs> if you're on that, you're riding that wave, baby. That's, there's only one place you're gonna go down in those sewers. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I think that's where you know where. I mean, I ended up there too. Kind of similar yeah. thing. Not having, not having enough work. Uh, not working, uh, being unemployed, and then, <laughs> I mean, and there's you go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, you're, you're like
0: susceptible to join a cult. Like you could probably get me to join a cult if I'm out of work and depressed and stuff. Someone's
1: like, like just little angry, talking a little angry, like on that same vibe. On that same vibe, they just offer you hope and an outlet. Like you, not only do you get hope, but then you have
0: an outlet to let the stuff that is inside of you out in some form of like a bigger thing of some sickness. I don't know, like just yeah, you're just a part of something bigger than yourself, and. You get companionship, you get camaraderie, community, right? You get all those things. How great is that to find yes. other people that think like you? And it fills you like it fills you up, like, your self-esteem, yeah. where now you're, like, a contributing member. Like, you didn't feel, you feel scorned by, like, society or whatever norms. So then, like, that side to you is dead. Like, you can see, like, when you talk to a lot of these people, like, you see, like, the interviews with those cult people, and they're just, like whatever you have to say is wrong because they weren't successful in that arena. So that, that, that arena sucks. <laughs> right. Right. That arena sucks. But here I have this community and you're not going to rip this down from right. me. You know what I'm saying? You not. you're not going to make me wrong for this. <laughs> right. Like that wow, is a cult. Yeah, man. It's a cult of thinking. It's a, like a cult of personality. If I'm not going to use that fucking okay. song. Right. right. It's like a cult mindset. Right. That you. I don't know, man, you just get you're into this group and that group defines you because you can't define you like that's how it was for me. Like
1: I was so. So how did you break three of that? I you started working again. Yeah. I, I, well, no, I <laughs> no, I started
0: um, I started. It wasn't even just work because even during work, I was still in that mindset. It wasn't even the employee when I first started working at a new job. Like I was still, still like, yeah, I was still at home. I couldn't wait to go home so you could get yeah. on that thread again. It was, it was. Um, I'll tell you what happened. Um, for me, my cousin's husband or baby daddy, boyfriend, fucking partner, he he killed himself. Right, he hung himself like New Year's Eve, not last year, the year before. Right, and um, his daughter's godfather and we were we weren't close where i we talked a lot you know on social media we talked a lot and stuff and we dm'd each other all the time and we laughed like we joked and we talked we talked about we had those conversations where we we did talk yes where you connect with somebody where your relationship is different than your relationship with everyone else including your own family because you have these conversations so we were connected like that and i never. Ever saw that happening to him, like him doing that. I never knew the pain inside was so great. I would have ne- you ne- it's one of those people you never would have thought they were in so much pain. And then it hit me that I'm that person, that I'm in so much pain, and at any point something in my life could happen to me that's un. Like, you, you just don't see it coming, or it's the fucking straw that broke the camel's back. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, mo- like, something could happen that could make me snap and take my life away. Having, like, it was so close because he's got a daughter, only kid. Like, you know what I mean? It felt so close to me. She drew a lot of parallels. Yes, bro. It fucking, <clears throat> it, it fucked me up. And,. That's when I had did my uh, first social media break, and that was my first social media break was in February, like when I started taking my annual, like this February, and then do it again, thirty days, just you know whatever the month of February. This year, this year is a longer one because it's a leap year, oh. so I have an extra day <laughs> <laughs> off, right? So, um, but it was just I just did it because that time because I was like, all right, this is a major source of negativity. It's a major source of um, abuse. My, like, not social media is a major source of negativity, because I don't believe that. I believe you put yourself in negativity, negative circles, on social media right. social media's right. algorithms on facebook instagram or whatever is to put things in front of you that is catered to what you like and what you interact with right. so if you're interacting and you're doing all that negative stuff that's what that's your what feed is going to your is, is going to reflect right. right so that was me so i was in that yeah i'm in fucking all these political groups oh, and i'm God. just fucking posting shit and my point of view was more important to Make sure everybody had to agree with me, everybody had to see things the way I saw them. everything was to my like point of view, like I was right, like I had figured it out, nobody else figured it out right I figured I read a few books, I watched a few fucking YouTube videos, I figured everything out. nobody was gonna tell me different like that was the the mentality I had that was the every conversation I had every response was to be right, like to convince you that I was right, not even to be right, but just to convince you that I was like, you, even if I was wrong, you still needed to see my point of view. That's, that behavior is where I see the sickness. That is the, the insecurity. That's the pain needing that validation from you to just be able to see my fucking point of view. Not even that I'm right, but just see like, things like, Oh, I see it. You know what I mean? Like I needed that validation cause I couldn't stand on my own. Right. So I had to lean into that. So that's that after that happened with my cousin and, um, then the social media break and then doing comedy like that happened in that succession. And that turned that off. That negative part of me off because now I was driven towards something. I had goals. I had ambition. I had um, like passion. Like I saw something that I wanted and I chase after. You know, like that totally
1: changed. Damn, that's so powerful, bro. Yeah, I just it just it's tilted crazy. my it's point like of view. Stuff that happens, and look at that. You know, it's like things that happen like out of the chaos of life that you can't plan for. You didn't mm-hmm. know that that was gonna happen to you know to this to this guy that he was going to kill himself but that knocked you out of the trajectory that you were in and it made you reevaluate and see things in a different way it's like a like a sign or something you didn't think that at the moment like oh this is a sign but that that's what it was and it it was more than that more than a sign it's like a wake-up call it, it moved you it motivated you You know, it moved you in a certain way. It it shook my entire world. Like, I've grown
0: up with a lot of death. Like, my friend just died, right? And I heard that someone that I was close with as a child, even though we weren't close as adults, when I saw him, it was a fucking hug. It was love. I never had any ill feelings towards him. Even if we, like, argued, he was always the nicest kid like just i know his impact on everybody one of my best friends was very close with him as a child like even younger than us and grew up with him very close and they were still very close so his impact impacted me you know what i'm saying sometimes it's not even just your relationship with them it's just their overall impact on your whole community is you feel that so i felt that but i've grown up with death My father died when I was six. Like, I have my six-year-old pictures aren't at fucking school. My six-year-old pictures are on my dad's casket. You know what I'm saying? Like, I lived a different life than most people. Like, growing up, uncles, aunts, cousins, just death. There's no decade in my life that didn't have significant death of, you know, major figures of my childhood and my family, like, important people to the whole community. So I've dealt with that, and I've... I've developed like a morbid view on death, whereas I view death as you're super comfortable with it. I'm not comfortable with it because I'm super scared of my own death and death of people around me. You know, though it doesn't change how it's going to impact me. It's just how I process it. As far as um, oh, this thing, oh, timed out. Hold on, it's. It's more so how I view it, like, um, it's, I don't see it as the end, I see it as like another chapter, like you're moving on to another part of life, and like us, and our feelings towards you is selfish, as far as it's only, we're only mourning what we feel, we're not mourning what you feel, because you feel nothing now. In fact, most people believe that you are going to be better, right? That that's the goal is to that transition and to be better. Like a lot of people believe that different religions and they feel like that's the... Like a moving on to a better place. Yes, plane. a better place. let will just call it a better place, no matter what. So all of our feelings, all of our crying, all of our pain is selfish. It's what we feel about us. So I changed that to be... I mourn you, and I'm upset, but at the same time, I celebrate your passing, and I celebrate your life, and I know that your memories are what we have anyway, right? If I don't talk to you every day, all I have with our relationship is our memories anyway. That's our relationship. So when I do speak to you, that's what we have. Like, our initial connection and while we greet each other is based and predicated on our memories of each other and our previous interactions, right? right? So all we lose is those new interactions, but we'll always have how we feel for them. And we can feel that at any time, just thinking about it, right? So I look at it different, but the way that death messed me up was just because of my own mortality and... How my own life was going. And I was like, oh, I could be in a fucking closet too. less like that. Because it's not that I haven't thought about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like I haven't thought about it. So, what is that trigger that really snaps in your mind that fucking makes you do it? Like, that is so scary. Scary as fuck.
1: So you have to deal with it. <clears throat> uh <clears throat> I think part of it is is uh is how p- people don't understand how to deal with something like that, and there's no real right answer. I think. Mm-hmm. Um. There's just kind of like from what I've learned, it's just more of like a like a mental approach, isn't it? It's like um. it's a it's a, i mean damn it's uh it's um seeing your own mortality and then um and kind of coming to terms with it that's like that's a place where you're gonna have a lot of growth um and eventually I think all of us have to deal with it i mean. You don't have to, but just think about how fucked up oh, that would you, be. You like, have to. If you get to the just, end, just, you, you get, just, get to the end, and here you go, and now you're dying, and you never came to terms <clears> with <throat> any of your shit. You never dealt with any. You never uh, processed. You never looked at the monster in the face. Yeah. And you never dealt with it. Just think about how awful that last moment has to be. Like I don't know, scary. We, most of well, it has it's to be scary, crazy, for, all yeah, yeah. it to be scary for all of us. Yeah. It has to be scary for all of us. Like, just the the fear of, like, something's going to happen, and I don't know what's going to happen. You know, that's, not many people are comfortable with that. Some people are like, fuck it, it's better than this, or whatever. Mm. That's got to be the trigger, right? Is deciding there's a point where you say. I just feel like how, I don't know what the trigger is. Because
0: something pushes you past your own evolutionary like makeup to protect yourself you know what I'm saying like if if I go and I'm something wraps around my neck and I can't breathe all of a sudden something triggers in my head right and for a lot of people that aren't trained that aren't fucking you know killers instinctual killers you're your uh, fight or flight reflex, like, you're, you just start thrashing, you panic, and you know what I mean? Like, but to do that to yourself, to put yourself like that, man, that's just, that whole thought process, like, it really just messed me up. That whole, how do you get from um, where you're smiling one day and the next day you just don't want to be here no more. Like Brody. I
1: mean, he has to have been dealing with that for a long time. Mental like it's mental illness. And not talking about it. It's like not being open enough to to look at the you can't look the demon in the face. And you're scared to do that. And then so you, you never deal with it and then that shit just consumes you and takes over you. Hmm. And see what you did was who knows? Maybe you were on your way there, right? I feel like I was. That's and then, scary. and then something could have happened, just like that, except the opposite happened. Something happened that woke you up and said, "Oh shit! Like I better, I better deal with this. I gotta, right. I gotta deal with this."
0: And see, that's the other thing too. Is like when I say I feel like it was on my way there, I don't. I wasn't suicidal. Like I wasn't actively thinking and planning about killing myself. It's thoughts I have that is morbid where I fascinate, like, I'm I don't fascinate, I fantasize about my own death. Not that I kill myself, but that I fucking get into a car accident, that um, some, somebody fucking robs me in the street, like, and then I glorify that, and then I play the, the mourning process over in my head, and I do that, like, I play it out. And I play the whole, and and then it gets me down. And I do that for, like, my family. I do that for everybody in my family. I play that stuff out sometimes in my head. That's one of the primary reasons why I get high a lot. No joke. Because when I'm sober, my head fills, fills with thoughts like that on a fucking constant basis. Consistently, either death or um, depression or I fantasize about being down. I um, I fantasize, like, I don't, I see, like, when you say fantasize, I feel like it's saying you, like, it's I, I don't know why I make it sexual in my head, but it's not. It's not <laughs> like I don't fucking jerk off to be depressed. Like that's not what I mean about it. I mean fantasize where I fetishize just
1: it.
0: yeah I don't fetishize it, right? It's not like I'm like yeah depression, <laughs> right? Oh, wrap this thing around my neck. Yeah, <laughs> that's not how I like to get off. No, what I mean is like I just yeah I daydream about it. Like, I consistently and constantly daydream to the point where sometimes these thoughts play out till tears in my eyes. Like, a lot where I get choked up and then I like I like to be there. And then I like to stay there and be. And then I'm, uh, then I'm at the same time, I'm faking being happy. Because I'm smiling a lot. I joke a lot. I crack jokes like I'm the sad clown. Like at all, like all the time,
1: so it's like. Do you think maybe the <clears throat> the comedy is like a coping mechanism? Because I noticed a lot of comics talk about that, that. a lot of comics have tragedy in their lives. Depression. Yeah, you gotta be fucked up in the head. You to have go to be up fucked up to approach life that way. Yeah. To be able to make fun of things that people are scared to touch. Mm-hmm. That's where the, that's where most comedy lies traditionally, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> Say this because you most the best jokes are jokes that
0: you feel like you thought of already but you never said it like so
1: many people will say a joke and I'm like oh my god that's, I think that that's that uh Ralph Waldo Emerson quote right it's um uh, in in the in the I'm butchering this but it's something to the effect of in, good, in the in the, <laughs> in the genius of others we recognize our own discarded thoughts. Yes. Yeah, Emerson. Yes. You ever read any of that? It's just great. No, I have never. Read any of that. I was too busy reading Ron Paul, the revolution, and getting angry. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, there's a lot of fucked up shit in the world, man. But yeah. there's a lot of beautiful things too.
0: Yes, man. It's it literally is your perspective. I was having this conversation with someone the other day, like when we were talking. Like a lot of people complain about capitalism and how greed has is disparaging the wealth the wealth um, gap in this country between the richest and the poorest and I'm like you think that's a wealth gap like your whole perspective is shot out like we're complaining about how bad thing, things are in this country where the poorest people in this country are still in the 1% of the entire world whereas everybody else in the entire world like now I'm not talking about just third world countries I'm talking about even socialist like, beautiful countries like Norway and stuff. Like, they're poor versus our poor. It's still... Our people are still doing way better.
1: Yeah, it's much better to be a poor
0: person in this
1: country. Yes, than anywhere else in the world. Than, like, middle class in a lot of countries.
0: And the wealth gap isn't... The real wealth gap isn't the billionaires and us. The real wealth gap is the billionaires and us and then a real wealth. Like, the banks and the fucking people that own those banks. You know, like, that is a different... The, the gap between those people and the billionaires is Is more than the gap between the billionaires and us. You know that's, what I'm saying? That's, that's crazy. That's, a, that's the real wealth gap. That's where the real robbery occurs. Literally, even the people with that are billionaires are playing with peanuts compared to what these people are playing with. The
1: around. upper crust, the, the 1% it's a, of the 1%. Yes,
0: man, it's a different... Different freaking animal, and that's not to discount that. Yes, we need to do so much better here with what we have. But I don't even know how we even started talking. I don't even want to talk about fucking politics. Fuck that.
1: Huh, but there's <laughs> you're not venturing into anything like uh, that's uh, politically divisive. But I, it's exactly.
0: But it draws on a different emotion than talking about something else. Whereas I feel myself getting fired up already and I'm like, I don't even want to be here fired up. I like where I was before, where I was just depressed and <laughs> Yeah. <that's, laughs> talking about depressing stuff. That was fun.
1: No, but that's it's uh it's getting there and and getting to uh to a resolution with some of those things. Uh you talked about it because obviously, you know, it's a it was that's a great thing to talk about. Nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about their shit. Like it no. Dude, I get I get depressed too, man. You know, like there's things that I'm just and that like we talk about that. Like I admire your courage that you can that you could talk about this that you could talk about it on a podcast. Mm. And I wish I wasn't such a pussy and I could just tell the people why it is that I get depressed and mm. what's fucked up in my life. Mm-hmm. But when I think about doing it, this is such a fucked up thing. Like I just and I wonder if other people are like that. I feel like. I look at myself. The way I look at myself is the way that other people are looking. at Like nobody cares about your bullshit. You're yeah.
0: You're what you're fuck looking fuck you. at is your own such perspective. A small thing yeah. that
1: you're worried about what are you? What are you worried about? You're worried about that. There's worse things that could happen in the world. Look at me and look at what happened to me, and just the realization that nobody really cares about my shit anyway. It's kind of just like all right. Let me not think about that. <laughs> let me not. Let me not deal with it. And let me not be open about it and let me not talk about it. Let me just keep it under wraps and not tell people that sometimes I feel like shit. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, fuck my life. More like, you get, you know, like I've been on this regimen. I haven't been sticking to it over the past month because mm. of the holidays. But I was doing intermittent fasting, just one meal a day. And I was doing exercise, cardio every single day, an hour of cardio Half an hour or better of cardio. Let's put it that way. Mm. <clears> to <throat> half hour more than me, bro. And I got used to it, and I was feeling great. But every, like every, almost eighty percent of the mornings that I was getting up and doing that, I was like, "Fuck my life! I don't even want to do this shit. I feel like shit today." I have this but you problem. would do it and
0: feel better. I wake up and say the same thing, and then don't do anything, and then still feel like shit. Yeah.
1: So that's. There's better than what you were. It was doing. like one day I did it because, and honestly, it's so I like giving other people credit for things when it when it's due. You know, Joe walked into my office and he he was starting to do it, mm. and then he told me about it. He was like, "But fuck it, would you have you eaten today?" It was like ten o'clock in the morning. I was like, "No." And as soon as he said it, my stomach rumbled. I was like, "Oh, uh, bacon and cheese." Uh, uh, and bacon, egg he's cheese. like, "Don't do it. Yeah. Don't eat. Just go. Wait till you get home. See how long you can go." How long ago it was 9 o'clock. That day it was like fucked up. My wife ended up just cooking dinner. And it was done at 9 o'clock. And that's when I ate. And then I said one hour from that and then no more. And I was doing that for a while. But it was that first day just doing it. And then the next day I woke up and I was like, fuck, I'm hungry. But I'm going to do this again. I'm not going to eat until 9 o'clock. That was the real first day. Mm, right? Yeah, when the first like, wake up with oh, the idea. And I, 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 I'm fucking up and I'm smoking cigarettes. But, like, I usually get off, you know, like, in January. I'm done. Right? It's just this time of year. Like, it fucks with me so much that I'd rather... I know I'm Like, as I'm smoking it, I'm thinking, I'm killing myself. And it smells terrible. And look at the way people are reacting to me. Like, they're like, ew. And I feel they're, like, disgust. And I don't give a fuck. Because I know it's just the delivery system that sucks. But this makes my brain... It does something to my brain. Where I can kind of relax, put everything in perspective, gather my thoughts, and then, you know, just go back at the day again and just fucking attack it. And just and take it by the throat and kill it and put my foot on the fucking gas and just keep it fucking going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So aggressive. <sighs> but that's that's what it takes for me to get over that. Yeah. Like, that depression that I feel. That I wake up with every single fucking moment. <laughs> What sometimes, sometimes shit gets really bad, bro. Mm. Like I like if I can't pay bills, you know. Everybody goes through shit like that. Like something happens when your money gets fucked up, and your money gets all tied up, and you're like, ah, I spent money on something fun, mm. and then now look, I have this like really important thing to do, and my money's all tied up in other places. You
0: know what? I don't do with that anymore.
1: Why? This might help you. Okay. Because that this this
0: doesn't <laughs> it doesn't get me as upset as it used to. That same problem yeah. because. I don't um I don't get upset about problems I cause. I don't get like I used to get angry and get like depressed. Why does you know like this fucking shit has to happen to me? Like why is it Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, bitch, you're the one that did it. Yeah. Like this is the decision you made. So now you just have to learn how to live here. It's either don't make these decisions anymore and live And be happy like you think you want to be happy or you make those same decisions because they make you happy and then deal
1: with the fucking outcome. Bro, that's like that savage mentality. Yes. That's the only way we can survive.
0: Yeah. I just have to eliminate complaining as much as I can. If I'm complaining about something, bro, I have all of the power in the world to deal with it and correct it. Yeah. Like, literally, this is the best time in the world to be, have a problem and have the utilities, the tools yeah. to fix it yeah. and to solve the problem. Like, if it's a money problem, you can fix it. Like, right. you can fix it or stop complaining. Or stop complaining. Right? Yeah. Because deal with it. the complaining is where the depression and the angst and the anger, that's where that all lives. It doesn't live in the deal with it, like acceptance. Like, self-awareness. Like, this is all Gary Vee talk, right? Like, that's the number one thing I've gotten from him is just self-awareness. Like, if I'm upset about something, be self-aware about it. Okay, why is this happening? Is it a choice that I made that happened? Yes. Okay, so now let's go to that choice. Do you want to make that choice again? (laughs) Right? Do you want to make that choice again? Is it worth what you're
1: going to feel? You know what my problem with that is? It's... Once you're aware of it, mm. and then you see it in other people, then it makes you angry. No? It doesn't even make. You
0: angry <laughs> yes, <in other> <laughs> that's why you get angry. at other I'm people. I'm okay,
1: but like then when I hear them complain about it, it's like fuck. Like I feel like less yeah. empathy for them. Yeah, but it's because you're learning how to survive, and then you're learning how to. Su- it's it's almost like I'll be honest. Like there's there's people that I know that get like that, and they take it to. The, the, the place mm. you know the place where they're like really at that line where they're gonna kill themselves and they're very consistent about it mm. and I stopped getting oh, angry at I those can't. people I can't I but I can't deal with them no 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 I stopped I stopped
0: feeling like that towards them now I oh try to God. reverse it and try to feel more empathy
1: for them because fuck it must suck to have it that bad it, true Right, like I have the yeah, same thing when you're a that's why something I, like but at man, first it's not that bad. At first, in order for me to deal with it, I had to reject that. Mm-hmm. I had to be like, nah I don't. I don't want to. I want to. I want to hear your shit right now." Mm-hmm. And like, don't want to face you yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and you feel like that's that's how I was able to lift myself by saying exactly like, "Bitch, you made this fucking problem." Mm-hmm. And looking at looking at it honestly and being accountable for that shit, being self aware. Yeah, you're giving yourself advice. <sighs> Yeah. And that's, like, I get, like, that's the shit that fires me up in the morning afterwards. Like, it's just, get, just get up and do it. Mm-hmm. And then do when, when you do it, and then when you're done, you're like, oh, bro, today, because I knew I was coming over here, I was, like, in my mind, I, I had, like, a mental block. And I couldn't find my headphones, so I didn't have, like, the, the pacifier. Like, okay, I'm just going to put the headphones on, and I'll, and I'll ride. Oh. And I was, like, it was just, I couldn't turn the light on because I didn't want to wake my wife up and it's just dark, and I'm like, I'm doing this shit in the dark, and the mental block was, I didn't want to finish it, bro. I didn't want to do my half an hour. I only wanted to do 10 minutes, and that's it. I had to, like, I kept looking at the clock, like, when am I going to be done with this workout, bro? That's so, I'd rather have, just have listened to music, you know, it would have been so much easier. But like, how do you get past that? I don't know. For me, Mm. it was just, like, the cookie jar. Like, uh, like Gavin says. You reach for that cookie jar. gonna wrap it up. All right. So, Victor, we got to uh, come up with a name for this podcast. There's we gotta don't be care about a name.
0: Let's we'll just keep recording. Okay. And then we'll name it. It'll just come to us one day. I don't want to force it. Yeah, me neither. We'll just keep recording, and then one day we're going to say something, or we're going to have, it'll just organically sprout up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Hell yeah! You got anything?
1: Final thoughts. This was a a different. This this uh, podcast had a different tone than the last one. The last one felt like like um, it was a little bit had a little bit more of a different energy to it. Mm. Um, so it's gonna be really interesting hearing this because. It's gonna be. We're gonna be talking about all these different things and going to all these different places. We have to go here too. Go
0: wherever. We have to go
1: here too. This is a place we gotta go too. That's where. That's where the money is, isn't it? It's doing things that other people are scared to do. Wow, bro! I admire your courage, man. Thank you. What up? Good. I appreciate you. Thank you, Victor. No problem. Do this again. Next Um, week.
0: Hell yeah! This Friday, I'm hosting for James Camacho and. Somewhere, I think New Brunswick, some some comedy club. Hold on, I want to plug this. Uh, George Street Co-op in New Brunswick this Friday. Gonna be hosting there. That's all I got. No more Laugh It Up Tuesdays till next year. Have a great day. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh shit.
1: Mm-mm-mm.
0: No, because my wife left. That's why I had to. I'm like, oh, shit.